emanating from www.michaelnimmons.org. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dice. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7. This is Wayne Braddock, 910 AM. Comedian Horace H.B. Sanders. What's up, H.B.? Hey, what's up, Michael? Hey, <laughs> you're a winner, boy. Look at you, right? You're thinking out loud now. Look at I just end with this. No matter where you go, that's where you'll be. <laughs> yes! And you're listening to this. And I'm thinking out loud with my guy, Mike Nimmons. Make sure you check them out every week on Thinking Out Loud Radio. Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. This is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Princess Jackson and Phyllis Burton of Sockout Poverty. I hope you are enjoying our interview with these two inspirational and amazing people. So tell us, how did you guys get on Steve Harvey? You know, I'm trying to get down. I'm trying to get on Steve too. So uh, tell our listeners, how did you get a chance to sit on a couch with Steve Harvey? Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in. My mom just kept submitting and submitting. Uh, I've been on the Steve Harvey Show for the work that I do in the community. I contacted the show on numerous times, so they did finally give me a call back and say, hey, we want to submit your daughter's story. You send it to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Hey guys, I am glad that you have tuned in to another edition, another Tuesday edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I am so excited and thrilled uh, about this show and what we have coming up on tonight. Um, It is March Madness, man. We are excited about uh, that. We've got some madness of our own on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, but we're going to be talking March Madness as well. In addition to talking with a new friend of the show, Stella Award nominee, Sunday Best alum, Great guy all around, Maurice Griffin. I'm so glad to have him on the show, and I'm going to be sharing with you that interview in just a few minutes. Again, as I said, we're going to be talking NCAA tournament 
Uh, I have my brackets on my Facebook fan page. That's right. Uh, go there now to check out our brackets. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about our brackets in the current event spotlight. But it is March Madness, the best time of the year. Yes, basketball uh, every day until uh, the first week in April, I believe, when we uh, have our have the national championship. So uh, a lot of great things we're going to be sharing with you. Uh, a lot of great things in store for this uh, edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. So family, buckle your seatbelts. Uh, get settled in for this hour of uh, empowerment, inspiration, and we're going to have some fun as well. Don't forget to check out our Facebook fan page. We got a lot of great information on there as well. Uh, go there now. If you haven't liked the fan page already, you can go to facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show forward slash thinking out loud radio show like our facebook fan page there you'll get all of the exclusive content that we share right to our facebook fan page you'll be the first one to get the information about the guests that we have coming up you'll be the first to hear what we're going to be talking about during the week and we post some videos and photographs and things like that all throughout the week so like our Facebook fan page and share the content as well. Share it on your Facebook page. Share it on your Twitter account, on your Instagram account. We truly appreciate it. It's a great way to share what we're doing on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with your family, your co-workers, your friends, your neighbors, or whoever. Do us a favor. Go to our Facebook fan page, facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio show. And there, you'll be able to like our show, get all the content you need, even listen to the show. And we periodically stream the show live there as well. We're going to get back into that very, very soon. So a lot of great things happening at our Facebook fan page, Thinking Out Loud radio show. Go there and take advantage of all the content. And fam, we've got some more great news for you to share. You know, last week we told you that our podcast is now available on Stitcher. And uh, we were excited about sharing with you that news. Well, this week we've got some even bigger news. Our podcast is now available on iHeartRadio. That's right, available on iHeartRadio. I know there are those of you who listen to uh, radio uh, shows on iHeartRadio that listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, we've made it very convenient for you. You can listen to our show now on iHeartRadio. Go. Uh, to, we have a. We posted a link on the Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. We've also embedded a player on MichaelNimmons.org. There, you can listen to all of our thirty-something shows on iHeartRadio. I'm excited, guys. I'm pinching myself as I'm talking to you. Can't believe that God is enlarging our territory. We're now available on iHeartRadio. So now we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, and now iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. We are excited. Can't you hear it in my voice? I'm really excited. Tune in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show on iHeartRadio. And family, the good news just keeps rolling in. 
you know, we've already told you that our book Vision is now available uh, pretty much everywhere books are available online. And we have a link on michaelnemons.org where you can purchase our new book Vision. Well, today, family, our book Vision is now available in ebook form. So now, those of you who uh, like to read books on your tablet or iPad, uh, Vision is now available for purchase for a nominal fee of only $3.99. You can purchase our book on iBooks, on Amazon, Kindle, wherever um, digital books are sold. Vision is now available for only $3.99. We've got a link on our website where you can go there and purchase our new book, Vision, available now in ebook form for only $3.99. Those of you who want to purchase in a hard copy, it is available for $19.99 everywhere uh, digital books are sold. Get your copy today. Let me tell you, this book has blessed so many lives already. I've been getting testimonies from people who are just thrilled by uh, this book. So you don't want to waste any more time. Get this book today. We're also working on setting up some book signings so you'll be able to get a signed copy straight from us. So we'll be giving you more information about that. But do it today. Go to our website, michaelnimmons.org, and click the link to order your copy of uh, Vision in ebook form or your copy in hard copy as well. We're also in our third week of the Vision Academy Mentorship Program at David Ellis Academy West. Uh, for those that don't know, this is a mentorship program that is adjacent to uh, the Vision Initiative, a nonprofit organization that uh, we are the executive director of. And we are very excited about this uh, mentorship program. Uh, it is there. This is our third week. And we started off talking to our young people about being excellent over average. That is one of the mantras of our program. Excellence in everything that they do. And then we, we, uh, we followed that up with how to be a leader, how to be a leader, showing them in real uh, terms how they can be a leader in school, a leader in their community, and a leader everywhere else. And uh, this week, we're going to be sharing with them some great tidbits about social media etiquette. We think it is so very important that our young people know how to conduct themselves on social media. There's some adults that need this training as well or need this teaching as well. Uh, we're going to be talking to them about uh, social media etiquette. What's appropriate to post on social media? What's not appropriate to post on social media? Some people use it as their personal virtual diary. And everybody doesn't need to know what's going on in your life. Everybody doesn't need to know uh, every uh, every detail of your life uh, does not need to be posted on social media. You know, for me, I like to use it as a way to inspire, empower, and uplift people. And I think that's the way it should be used. But uh, we're going to be sharing with them about social media etiquette this week. And uh, again, excited about the Vision Academy and being able to empower and interact with today's young people. We want to get this program in more schools and institutions around the uh, the city of Detroit and the state of Michigan, wherever God would allow us to uh, to be able to put it 
parents, if you want this program at your child's school, send us an email at thevisioninitiative at gmail.com. Thevisioninitiative at gmail.com. We'll be so we'd be very happy to look into that for you. Again, it's a positive program. Uh, we're looking to expand it and put it in more schools and institutions in the local area or wherever God would have us to be. Or if you're interested in making a donation to the Vision Academy, uh, you can go to our Facebook fan page, the Vision Initiative, facebook.com forward slash the Vision Initiative. Click the donate button there. Or you can go to Giblify and make a donation at uh, there as well. Do a search for the uh, Vision Initiative. You can even make it a favorite. And then those of you who may not be familiar with either of those avenues but want to talk to somebody directly, you can give us a call at 248-809-6811. And somebody will be more than happy to share with you how you can make a donation into these young people's lives. We want to do nothing but help them become the great leaders that we know they have the potential to be. And I'm excited about this program, the Vision Academy, and we're looking to expand it and share with as many young people as we can. In this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're going to be talking with Stella Ward nominee and Sunday Best alum Maurice Griffin. We had a great conversation about his humble beginnings, singing with New Direction in Chicago, auditioning for Sunday Best, all the way to navigating his way up the Billboard charts. We also plan to not only share with you his interview, but we also plan to share with you some of his great music as well. Sharing with you his single, Judah, off of his forthcoming album, Rhythm and Worship, as well as another one of his songs off of his three chart-topping albums. So you are definitely in for a musical treat on tonight. And always remember to stick around for our thought of the week. This week's thought of the week is coming directly from our book, Vision. So you don't want to go anywhere. We've got some great insights directly from this book, Vision, that we're going to be sharing with you in our thought of the week. We began this current events segment talking about Betsy DeVos. For those who do not know who Betsy DeVos is, she is the current Secretary of Education for the Trump administration. And in a recent interview where she has asked, was asked some serious questions about the state of public schools across the country as the Secretary of Education for the Trump administration, to see her ineptitude on display and one of the most important and influential positions in the president's cabinet was outright shameful. Shameful rather than embarrassing because implicit with embarrassing is an expectation of something better than what we got. But in Trump's slipshoddy, sloppy, neglectful manner uh, that we've always seen uh, where he's put the most unqualified person in charge of something vitally important simply because they have more money than everybody else 
when all we we all know about the divorces money and how they wield their influence in politics and to see how she finagled her way into this critically important position with no experience and claim to know more than all of the experts in the field of education is preposterous. And to hear her answers on our 60-minute interview, for me, is a direct reflection of what the Trump administration thinks of public schools and inner-city youth. Here's some of what she had to say. Why take money away from that school that's not working to bring them up to a level where they are, where that school is working? Well, we should be funding and investing in students not in school school buildings, not in institutions, not in systems. And okay, but it, what so about it should the kids be, who are back at the school? It's not working. What about if, those kids? Well, in places where there have been where there is a lot of choice that's been introduced, um, Florida, for example, the studies show that when there's a large number of students that opt to go to a different school or different schools, the traditional public schools actually the results get better as well. Now has that happened in Michigan? Where in Michigan this is your home state? Michigan yes, well there's lots of great options and choices for students Have here. Have the public here. schools in Michigan gotten better? Uh, I don't know. Overall, I, I can't say overall that they have all gotten better. The whole and, state is not doing well. Well, there are certainly lots of pockets where the, the, the students are doing no, well. But your and argument that if you take funds away, uh, that the schools will get better is not working in Michigan, where you had a huge impact and influence over the direction of the school system here. I hesitate to talk about all schools in general because Schools are made up of individual students attending them. The public schools here the, the, are the doing worse than they did. Michigan schools need to do better. There is no doubt about it. Have you seen the really bad schools? Maybe try to figure out what what they're doing. I have not. I have not. I have not intentionally visited schools that are underperforming. Maybe you should. Uh, maybe I should. Yes. What's interesting is that in a rally over the weekend, Trump had the audacity to say that Congresswoman Maxine Waters, because she's been a lone voice in Congress calling for his impeachment as a way to discredit her, he says she has a very low IQ. Really? And after watching the interview with Bessie DeVos, I wonder who has the lower IQ, her or Donald Trump? And the sad part about this is that interwoven in divorces, divorces ineptitude and unpreparedness, unprecedented preparedness for this uh, position is the apparent economic disparities in education that are a huge part of the reason why inner city youth are disproportionately disadvantaged educationally over their suburban counterparts. And you hear her say that money shouldn't be invested in infrastructure, buildings, or systems, but more money should be invested into the students themselves. Really? Unprecedented, unpreparedness for this position. More rhetoric and less work seems to be her modus operandi at the continued expense of young black teens that are in a desperate need of a quality education. Young black youth of whom 
their schools she claims to have not intentionally visited. What a sad state of affairs. In other news, the movie Black Panther has reached a not another milestone moment in a very short period of time. According to the Griot News Outlet, some didn't think it would happen, but in just 26 days, Black Panther has surpassed the $1 billion mark. That's right, people, a billion dollars. It is the 33rd movie to gross $1 billion, the 16th Disney film to reach this milestone, and the 5th Marvel movie to reach it as well. Director Ryan Coogler is definitely in rare air, in rare company when it comes to directors whose movies reach this level of success. Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, Christopher Nolan, David Yates, just to name a few. And I read about Ryan Coogler's uh, impressive resume. Uh, his first major movie projects like Fruitville Station having only a budget of $900,000 and the movie grossed over $90 million, Or Creed with a budget of $35 million, earning $173.5 million at the box office. And, of course, Black Panther, the budget was $200 million, the most a black director has ever been greenlighted for a movie, and is now over $1 billion. Ryan Coogler is more than likely one of the hottest directors in Hollywood. All of his movies have uh, trended in an upward trajectory, which is the formula for success in Hollywood. Congrats again to Ryan Coogler, Chad Bozeman, Lupita Nyong'o, and the entire gas of Black Panther, you continue to make us all proud. And of course, it is March Madness, the best time of the year. Believe me, anybody that knows me knows that I love two things. One, sports and I love Michigan State football and basketball. And March Madness is a big part of that. So, I'm happy to be in the midst of March Madness. The selection show was on Sunday. And I know, fellas, you've completed your brackets by now. There are also some ladies out there, I'm sure, that have done some brackets, too. I did mine on yesterday. And I had some problems with the seating during the selection show on Sunday. Uh, continues to baffle my mind how a team with the worst record gets better than a team with a better one. So, first, I was upset that MSU didn't get a number one seed, even though I still think Kansas is undeserving of it, seeing as though that uh, MSU has a better record. We both won our conference titles, and we're on the and we're on the third line, and Kansas is on the one on the one line. I, I don't understand that. They're 27 and 7. Michigan State is 29 and 4. Go figure. Or Purdue is a two seed over both MSU and U of M, and they were beaten by both of us for the conference and tournament titles, respectively. I don't I can't figure that one out, guys. How did Purdue get a two seed and Michigan and Michigan State both got three seeds and we beat Purdue? both for the uh, regular season Big Ten Championship and for the conference tournament. I don't understand that one. Uh, also, but I, but I like that MSU is playing at LCA, Little C's Arena on Friday in Detroit in the first round. So to me, 
it's an equitable trade-off if you say we don't get the seed we wanted, but we get to play in front of a, essentially a home crowd. My biggest upsets, I've got Georgia State over Cincinnati, primarily because Cincy barely won their uh, conference tournament. Uh, they look like a they look like a vulnerable two seed. I've got Butler over Arkansas, a ten versus seven seed. Butler usually has a pretty good run in the tournament, and so does Arkansas. But I'm giving Butler the edge in this one. My final four picks are Arizona in the South, Gonzaga in the West, Florida in the East, and MSU in the Midwest. My championship pick is Gonzaga. Versus MSU with MSU winning it all. That's right, fellas. I got Michigan State. No big surprise there. Winning it all. This is our year. We get ready to take it. It's madness in March. March madness. Get excited about it. Can't wait to see these games get started. We're going to ride this CBS music out because I'm excited about March Madness. But when we come back, we're going to get right into our interview with new friend of the show, Sunday Best alum, Stella Award nominee, Maurice Griffin. I can't wait to share this interview with you. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. the show featuring Colonel Bob Tillman and Sergeant Preston Jowers of the Tuskegee Airmen. God has blessed you to live uh, through 10 decades and, and be able to see things and experience life in a way that, that many of us will never experience. Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in. Young men, young black men, you have the greatest opportunity in the world to be anything you want to be. Some of us went through an awful lot just to help you. So please, take advantage of it. Mm. You're in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hi, I'm Mike.
Michael Nimmons, Executive Director of the Vision Initiative, a nonprofit organization designed to give inner city and urban youth a new vision for themselves through mentorship programs, empowerment sessions, scholarships, and much more. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash The Vision Initiative and find out how to donate and become a mentor or volunteer. The Vision Initiative, opening the eyes of today's youth to new possibilities. Come join the vision. All right, everybody, we're back on another VIP, VIP edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I am so happy to have uh, a new friend of the show that has joined us on the line with us on today. He is a 2013 Stella Award nominee. He is alum of BET Sunday's Best Gospel Treasure Winner at Gospel Music Workshop of America. Best Male Vocalist of the Year at Dorinda Clark Cole Singer and Musicians Conference. He is an alum, again, of BET Sunday's Best and a Billboard chart-topping chart gospel artist with five chart-topping singles. Hear Us, Depending on You, Believer, Christ is Born, and What a Holiday. And he has three albums under his belt as well. I Am Somebody, Believer, The EP Project, and My Holiday. I'm telling you, this guy has an impressive resume. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud radio show welcome to gospel artist and new friend of the show, Maurice Griffin. What's up, Maurice? What's going on, man? I got so good. Yeah, yeah. What's going on with you? Man, I'm so happy that um, you are on the show with us on today. I really and truly appreciate it. Uh, I think we have a mutual friend in uh, Ty Scott King. She gave me your information and said that uh, we need to we needed to connect. Yes, sir. I'm glad we connected. So, Maurice, you gotta you gotta um, you know really help us out here. Let us know. You know, when did all of this get started for you? When did you start singing, and um, and and what really got you started singing? We asked that question of all of our uh, VIP, very inspirational person guests that we have on our show as a way to really um, get to know them and for them to share their story with our listeners. Well, definitely. Um, actually, when I started. When I was a little kid, um, growing up, kindergarten, we always had this um, show and tell, and I always wanted to show and tell what I really wanted to, you know, they, they always told us, like, always bring something in, and it, it would help us um, have some type of self-esteem and confidence. That it was building our confidence and let people know, you know, what we do, what we have, blah, 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 blah. Well, anyway, um, 
basically after all that happened, the lady, our teacher, told us, you know, now you have to look forward to what you would like to do in the future as you grow up. Think about what you want to be when you grow up. I was like, oh, wow, like, what do I want to be? So, you know, I'm a church boy, don't know anything. You know, all I know is church, school, and homework. <laughs> and so, clean up your room. But, you know, I got to a place that I... um was watching television and Michael Jackson was on the stage electrifying. Like, I mean, people were dropping like flies, literally, and all he did was sing a song. You know, it just moved me so much. And I was like, wow, his energy that connects so well with these people, I don't know what it is about him, but that's what I want to do. I want to have that energy that draws people in and snatch them into a place where they can remember where they once were or can go down that memory lane and connect with the song and with me singing and just, bam, just do it, you know, help somebody, you know, lift their spirit. So that was something that I wanted to do. And then after that, later on, I saw Whitney Houston, and her voice just alone just blew people away, (laughs) you know. And so those two artists put together, you know, were the influences that really built my option to actually sing. And then not only that, you know, if I had to make it a a churchy uh, name, I would say Daryl Coley because his acrobats, Mm. his creative mind, the way he holds notes, his control is perfect. And so all those three artists were my inspirations to begin music. Wow. And, you know, Whitney Houston is definitely um, one of my wife's favorite singers. Uh, She loves Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson, of course. I mean, what what can you say about him? He was an entertainer's uh, entertainer of the year, entertainer of the the decade. I mean, this guy was a musical genius, uh, you know, and, you know, when when a person is you know really has it when um i have three children who never really got a chance to see michael jackson perform live you know we we just watched him i as a even as a child and as a teenager and an adult you know saw him on television or in you know videos and whatnot but my kids are only able to see the videos of mike and you really know when you have it when your kids are drawn to uh, him through the videos that they watch, and um, and and that's how you know he is a generational icon. Uh, definitely someone that um, you know surpassed generations, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would definitely say that. He's the epitome of what music is. Music is, you have to become that. And he truly became that in every aspect of his life. I agree with you 100%. And, you know, I mean, you you, you really uh, named them all. You know, Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, then Daryl Coley definitely was somebody who had range, um, just uh, had, um, you know, a presence about him. Uh, every song that he wrote, every song that he ministered, was so powerful, absolutely, and uh, so those were your, those were all three of your musical influences, and and so you know when did you start, um, you know, I, I, those are your musical influences, obviously, but when did you start to 
you know, move into your own and become your own uh, singer? You know, when did that begin to happen for you? Well, it didn't happen right away. You know, you had to start somewhere. I was singing in my home, you know, in that church, just on the front pew, and my mom saw a gift of singing in me. So she, you know, got me set up with a vocal coach. And then after the vocal coach, Richard Bigham, who taught me everything I know in, in gospel, I also had um, a teacher who taught me nine years in classical. So I had nine years of training classical, nine years of training in gospel. And so I would um, I would start wow. singing real, real young, you know, when I was like nine years old. And um, His Eyes on the Sparrow was my first solo. And then I start singing in little, you know, local fashion shows, stuff, stuff like that, and just making my name, you know, great in the local area. And then mm-hmm. I got, you know, to a place where, you know, I needed more and more more assistance, more exposure. So I started singing with New Direction, Gerald Gray, Percy Gray, New Direction, um, out of Chicago, you know, right before Ty Trivet really made it big, New Direction was that choir. And so from that place, I began to sing lead, and that taught me a little more growth before, you know, I stepped out on my own. Well, 10 years down the line, uh, 2005, I began my first career, my solo career. So professionally, I started soloing uh, November 2005. And so that that has been um, um, a mark in my life. And ever since then, that's when I knew the calls on my life to sing, you know, and to bless people and to put a smile on everybody's face. So, yeah. So you sung with New Direction. Yep. Yep. For 10 years. Now, I, that was one of my favorite gospel choirs. What, what, what song did you lead with New Direction? Uh, with New Direction, I led um, Holy. I can hear the angels crying, Holy to the left. I did uh, a song called um, um, Hold On. Hold on, things are going to work out for you. Um, I did another song called Two Wings. Um, if I had two wings of an eagle. So, you know, just all those songs, and I helped co-write some of the songs as well. And just to have the opportunity to be that close with my leader and have that mentorship. Uh, I never really had a mentorship vocally uh, other than my vocal coach, but to have somebody that's doing it in the industry and I was that close to them, that was enough energy and wisdom and power enough for me to actually do it on my own. Um, November 2005. So ever since then, I've been traveling and I've been celebrating, you know, 13, 14 years now of um, of independency as a solo artist. Now, I knew your voice sounded familiar because, like I said, New Direction was one of my favorite gospel choirs and um, I believe that first album um, that they did, I can't remember the name of it offhand, but your voice sounds very, very familiar on um, on their album. Now, um, so um, you know, it's, it's it's interesting when you're able to kind of put two and two together of who that you're you're actually interviewing and talking to. So again, I love New Direction, and you know, if nothing else, I'm really, really more, even more excited that uh, we have an opportunity to talk to somebody like yourself. Uh, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to be on here. So let's talk. So 
when did when did um BET Sunday Best come around for you? You know, you said you were singing for 13, 14 years, um, making great music and and whatnot. But when did uh, when did this opportunity uh, become become uh, available to you? So, um, 2005, November 2005, I started my ministry, MG Ministries, Maurice Griffin Ministries. We call it MGM. And I knew I needed, as a solo artist, I knew I needed more access, and I couldn't do it by myself. So I started a group, background singers, band. We traveled for three years. I trained them how to be one voice. And that was the passion of mine as a hobby, just to train them how to sing and put this band and this team together and just, just let everything just be great. You know, and we were like the epitome of what a praise team or group would sound like in the city of Chicago back in those days. And so I was blessed to even have that courage to open that and influence that into Chicago because Chicago is a really big choir city. Uh, Other than that, you know, after three years, uh, I did my first recording in 2007. And um, it was really good. It was a blessing, but financially it was a burden. And I was like, Lord, I need more access. More access, I can do more sales. More sales equal to more money. I can pay the record off, blah, blah, blah. So um, time after time, I would, you know, do that or whatnot, but I needed more access. And then that's when Sunday Best came around. And so I said, okay, well, I'll audition the first year. I didn't make it. Uh, The first winner was Crystal Aiken, which by coincidence, I battled her in a competition at the um, Gospel Music Workshop of America, and I won. She won Sunday Best, so that was that. And um, and then afterwards, I went and auditioned again for the second year, 2009. And I said, Lord, you know, if it be your will, you know, my record hasn't come out yet. I'm discouraged. I want to throw in the towel. What must be done? And so I said, well, let me try it out again. You know, so I tried, you know, Sunday Best again. And that's when it happened. It was just my season. I went in a company of 20 singers in the first room, and they was like, all we need is Maurice Griffin. I was like, what, me? And then I did the next batch of room, uh, of auditions, and all they picked was me. And I was just like, Lord, okay, what's really going on? So I had to come back the next day, had to audition again and again. So I auditioned a total of four times, and I made it all the way through. You know, uh, we had to wait for a little bit, but, you know, eventually I got the call. I just kept believing in God, and I didn't think it was going to happen, but it actually did. And so uh, I got on the show, man, and it was history from there. Lord, please be on yours. What shall I render to you? I
song was entitled Prove Me off of one of three of Maurice Griffin's Billboard chart-topping album. When we come back, we want to give you the conclusion of our interview with Stella Award nominee and Sunday Best alum, Maurice Griffin. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hi, I'm Michael Nimmons, Executive Director of the Vision Initiative, a nonprofit organization designed to give inner city and urban youth a new vision for themselves through mentorship programs, empowerment sessions, scholarships, and much more. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash the Vision Initiative and find out how to donate and become a mentor or volunteer. The Vision Initiative, opening the eyes of today's youth to new possibilities. Come join the vision. It's their birthday and need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. 
Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Miss the show featuring Hollywood red carpet reporter and best selling author Tizzy Taylor. I want to really get your thoughts on uh, kind of what's going on with the Me Too movement in Hollywood. Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in. Uh, with regarding the Me Too movement, I think it's um, very brave individuals for the women to come forth and to share their stories and to talk about what they went through. Um, she was a very traumatic experience. My heart goes out to those individuals and I applaud Hollywood for the, the stance that they've taken. So I applaud everybody who's a part of it and using their voice to effect change because something has to be done. This behavior must not continue. You send it to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it I hope you're enjoying our interview with Sunday Best alum and Stellar Award nominee Maurice Griffin. Let's hear the conclusion of this interview with this dynamic young gospel artist. Wow, that is awesome. What an amazing story. And, you know, it really has to be, um, it really, I, it really takes you know, I'm sure a lot of patience um, to be able to um, patience and faith, rather patience and faith to be able to go through that kind of rigorous process. Because you know, the the we as the viewing public just watch the show, um, and um, we appreciate it. You know, shows like American Idol, Sunday's Best, uh, America's Got Talent, for example. You know, and we as a viewing public, we just we're just watching it and are not really aware of uh, what's going on on the other side of it. You know, um, I kind of have somewhat of a, a understanding of it because my wife is a singer and uh, she tried out for American Idol one time and she also tried out for Sunday's Best when it was uh, here in Detroit. Uh, at Cobo Hall, Kirk Franklin and Mary Mary were um, um, auditioning contestants for the show. And she went down and you were basically down there the whole day. And I think she made it a, a couple rounds, but um, that was the farthest that she got. But my point really is it really takes patience and faith uh, to uh, to really endure that that kind of um, rigorous process, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for you guys, looking at it, it was an icon on the cake, you know. But for us, it was really just a lot of, a lot of endurance, you know. And it just put me back in a place where, you know, it almost got frustrating, you know, uh, the waiting and the rehearsing and, you know, actually being on the show and how everything moves so fast. Everything. I mean, you blink an eye, you're gonna miss ten things already happened. You can't measure or manage. You can measure it, but you can't manage your level of success. When it grows or when it happens, let me say that, it just happens and you just move. And it kind of makes me feel like, you know, I wanted to give up, but 
I couldn't because, you know, I used to be homeless for six months in the wintertime in Chicago. And, you know, that for me was worse than where, you know, where I could have stayed, you know. So for me to be on Sunday Best and, and to live this experience, have the opportunity to even go through it, you know, it, it was it was a challenge, but it was better than where I used to be, you know. So I just thank God for that. And, you know, with shows like that, you know, I know the goal for the contestants is to actually win the competition um, and and go on to record an album and and uh, and really, um, you know, uh, become known in the music industry. But um, if you if you make the show, you've really kind of um, won in a sense. Right. If you if you made the show, you you pretty much won. It only could be one winner of Sunday Best, the name. But I mean, I'm a brand. I helped make the show. You know, I was a maker of the show. I, I helped create the the content. I was the likeness that people were drawn to. You know, people uh, reacted when I didn't make it past you know top twenty. But then again, when you look at it, you know, now I'm looking back on the whole uh, success of it. I was the most successful in, individual by CDs. I, I got the most records out, and I'm independent. I'm not signed to a label, you know. So it just it just has more value. It means more to me uh, now than it than it did then, you know, because it just let me know that I didn't allow a show or a name to you know break me or let me feel like you know I'm less than. We are all winners on the show. And and let's just talk about being an independent artist for just a minute because, you know, nowadays, I mean, that is really the way to go in a number of different ways. I mean, um, being an author, being a, a, a music artist, being um, a radio show, I mean, there are so many avenues that uh, independent that that term there, independent, um, you know, uh, uh, holds weight now. Whereas the goal used to be for you to, you know, be signed by a record label or signed by a publishing company or, you know, picked up by a radio station. Um, but nowadays that has changed. Talk to us about what it really means to you to be an independent artist. Uh, what it means for me to be an independent artist is the fact that I can make independent major. And that's really the biggest thing. And, uh, and, you know, it's just another term of success, a progression, elevation. How can I enhance the craft that I have? You know, simple fact, we can't do everything. So whatever we can do, let's do our best at it. That's your level of success that you have. That's your advantage. Use that to your advantage. You know, uh, Facebook having six pages, that's an advantage. You know, 10,000 followers and, and, and growing on Instagram, that's an advantage. Those instruments, those level of opportunities, they give you a platform to help boost more and more and more. Uh, now it, it's easier now because you can create your own marketing budget with YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, you know, if you have that fan page or a business account or whatever that is, if you even have money to set aside to even boost a picture or a photo or a video, those advantages are there. You know, everybody's not going to have um, 
the crown on your head. Everybody's not going to be the Beyonce, the Michael Jackson, the Whitney Houston, the Daryl Coley. You'll only be who you are. And whatever you are, you are the best at you. Nobody can be you. And that's the thing that we need to grasp. If we stop thinking that, um, you know, being an artist is making a million dollars. No, being an artist is having a movement. It's having someone that believes in you from what you show them. You know, whether Mm -hmm. your belief is a good belief or a bad belief, whatever your willpower is, if you can gravitate and pull on people so they can enjoy you as an artist, then that's what it is. That's your measure of success. That's your progression. Use it for your advantage, you know. So, you know, that's what I think um, us as independent artists, we have that advantage to uh, create whatever we want the people to see about us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hope you I hope our listeners are um, really, um, um, you know, picking up on uh, the wisdom and the advice that uh, Maurice Griffin is uh, giving us on tonight because Um, You know, many of us think, well, you know, I've got to wait on this. I've got to wait on this person to do this for me or I've got to find the right person to help me out or uh, in order to get this done or get this project done. But really being an independent artist is really all on you. And, And that's not something to be afraid of. But really, I, I look at it as um, independent as empowering. That means that you are in control of your own destiny. You're in control of the project. You're in control of the writing process. You're in control of uh, uh, of the sales. You're in control of of your image and uh, and how it's marketed. And uh, and that's a very empowering position, I think. Yeah. Yeah having that that mindset but you know at the end of the day if you don't um take a leap of faith you won't grow at all ever and i think a lot of uh of us are starting to grasp that that um if you continue to sit on your gift your gift will only be as great as you give it you know as you practice with it as you use it as you exercise it you know and uh i just encourage all when i say your gift your gift doesn't start with whatever you're good at, it's whatever you're not good at as well. You know, you may not have all the money that you need, but, you know, little becomes much when you put it in the master's hand. Now you got all these apps that's free. Download them. Create your own flyers. Put those things out. Your little video flyers, all of that, you can do it all. Sometimes you just need to take a day or two to apply yourself and just say, hey, it's not as easy as I thought it would be, but if you can love, what you endure along with what you love to do, then power that and the value that's in you gets even greater. So, you know, like I said, there's gifts in us that we don't even know about, but God has given us a brain to think. So let's think. Man, man. The Bible says your gift will make room for you. Absolutely. But we've got to use the gift that God gave us. Uh, We can't sit on it. We can't wait on somebody else to do it for us but we've got to use the gift that god gave us man i'm just so excited that you were on the show with us on today 
Thank you so much for being on. Where can people, um, again, uh, where can people purchase your music? Where can they follow you? Give uh, give our listeners uh, your Twitter accounts and social media accounts again because we want to make sure that uh, um, that um, that people know where to find you. I'm sure you already some people already know, but we want to make sure our listeners know where to find you, how they can connect with you, how they can get your music, and all that great stuff. Well, they can definitely go everywhere. <laughs> online and definitely type my name in Maurice Griffin. Uh actually this past Friday I just dropped my new single, Judah, that's um forthcoming to the fourth record that I'm releasing which is called Rhythm and Worship. And so it's called Judah, Judah, Judah. Um this whole album is all about rhythm. It's about the message, it's about the rhythm and it's about getting people into a place where they just get lost in the music and just be embraced and encouraged by the words that are being sung. So uh, Judah is one of those songs that declare the praises of the Lord, and I'm encouraging everybody to go get it. It's on YouTube. You can listen to it before you purchase it. But iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, all that great stuff. You can log on to my website, mauricegriffinonline.com. You can go to Facebook. You can go to Twitter. Type my name in there. You'll see me. Trust me. I'm the only boy with the dread head, smiling, real being. <laughs> I want to thank, thanks, man, uh, my good friend, new friend of the show, Maurice Griffin, for being on with us on uh, this edition of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. You are truly a inspirational person, indeed. Thank you so much. And um, I pray that God will continue to open doors for you, man, and take you places that you have never, ever seen before. God bless you. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. I'm Michael Nimmons, Executive Director of the Vision Initiative, a nonprofit organization designed to give inner city and urban youth a new vision for themselves through mentorship programs, empowerment sessions, scholarships, and much more. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash the Vision Initiative and find out how to donate and become a mentor or volunteer. The Vision Initiative, opening the eyes of today's youth to new possibilities. Come join the vision. bookkeeping service, then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service design with you in mind.
Hey, this is Maurice Griffin from BET Sunday's Best. And in Detroit, I can't go without thinking out loud with my boy, Michael Zimmons. Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back.
song was entitled Judah. That is Maurice Griffin's newest single off of his forthcoming album, Rhythm and Worship. Well, when we come back, we're going to give you our thought of the week. Don't go anywhere. This is Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Hi, I'm Michael Nimmons, Executive Director of the Vision Initiative, a nonprofit organization designed to give inner city and urban youth a new vision for themselves through mentorship programs, empowerment sessions, scholarships, and much more. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash The Vision Initiative and find out how to donate and become a mentor or volunteer. The Vision Initiative, opening the eyes of today's youth to new possibilities. Come join The Vision. That you were deficient who told you that you were nothing who told you that you were worthless who told you that you had no value? purchase our book who told you that you were naked from our website michaelnimmons.org don't delay do it today also available on amazon This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. the show featuring Christian rapper and poet Ty Scott King tell us about your new single Concrete this song Concrete for for anyone who's ever felt like they're not good enough you know I I came up from the concrete like that so I know what it's like to feel like oh man where I come from might limit where I can go catch it on iTunes Google Play Music or tune in week for this week comes directly from our book vision we talk in this book about not just the importance of having a vision but also what it takes to actually accomplish the vision that God has given you 
chapter 2 of our book is entitled The Dynamics of Vision and we open up talking about my youngest daughter Lauren. I was recently watching my two-year-old daughter Lauren playing at the neighborhood playground and as I watched her I came across some helpful insights about vision that I thought I would share. Lauren saw a slide that she wanted to get on and so she begins tugging my hand the direction of the slide and beckoning me by saying, I want a slide. She moved me swiftly over to the slide from where we were. As we approached the slide, I noticed her apprehension as what may have appeared easy to do from a distance became a bit harder the closer we got to it. I immediately began encouraging and telling her that she could do it and took her hand to help her on the first step. But again, I saw her apprehension rising. She wasn't moving as fast and I can hear a faint whining, which told me that I might have been moving faster than Lauren would have liked to go. What Lauren was really doing was sizing up the slide in her little mind with relation to what she wanted to accomplish, which was slide down without any help from her daddy. But she knew this was not going to happen right away and I knew better than her that if she was going to gain the confidence to ride down the slide by herself, she would need some help from her daddy. At two years old, she didn't try to conquer the slide in one fell swoop, but she slowly and gradually became acquainted with the territory before attempting to climb aboard. This is an important step in accomplishing any of your goals. You can't just expect to tackle a vision or a goal without first surveying the landscape of what you are endeavoring to accomplish or achieve without counting up the costs. You need to do some serious self-evaluation during this process because accomplishing the goal might mean breaking it down into some more palatable steps that will make it more achievable. There must be some type of strategy or plan of action that comes out of the analysis of your vision. Everything begins and ends with a plan. You have to be able to strategically plan out the implementation of your vision. My daughter knew this even at two years old. And the reason I know is because her initial approach to the slide was to get on the first step. Once on that first step, she looked around and realized that she was no longer on the ground and I could hear her whining increase a bit. Lauren looked at the next step, which was slightly higher than the first, and she turned around and climbed back down to the ground. But she didn't stop there. If you want to know what my daughter Lauren's next steps were, then you've got to purchase our book Vision. Available in hard copy and in digital format everywhere books are sold online. I want to give a special thanks to Stella Award nominee and Sunday Best alum Maurice Griffin. Remember, if you're interested in purchasing any of his music, just go to MauriceGriffinOnline.com. There you'll be able to purchase all three of his Billboard chart-topping albums, 
as well as his newest single, Judah, which we just played on our show. Next week, in the spirit of March Madness and the NCAA Tournament, we're going to be sharing with you an interview we had with Vice President and Senior Editor of ESPN subsidiary, the undefeated Kevin Merida. That's right. I said ESPN, fellas, the worldwide leader in sports. We're going to be talking the tournament, sports, politics, and popular culture next week on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't miss it. And again, thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show on this Tuesday, March the 13th. We truly, truly appreciate you, all of the Thinking Out Loud radio show listeners. And until next week when we're talking to ESPN's own Kevin Merida, if you think it, then you can believe it. If you believe it, then you'll see it. If you can see it, then you will be it. If you can be it, then you will achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our show sponsors. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or TuneIn. Want to book Michael Nimmons for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimmons.org. Be sure to follow the show on all of his social media accounts on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. Are you an entrepreneur and want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com. We have some affordable advertising packages just for you. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.